Stay tuned for the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for patriots. Welcome back. This is the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for Patriots, the Casey commentary, the CCP threat. And by CCP, we are referring to the Chinese Communist Party. And we all know uh, that the CCP, uh, the Chinese Communists, want to be the world's uh, lone and dominant superpower. They do seek world domination. They don't seek uh, right now to be uh, peaceful uh, trade partners. Of course, they'll use that to get what they want. We're watching now as the Chicom threat continues to grow stronger and stronger. Their alliance with Russia, uh, the uh, opportunity for them to invade Taiwan under a weak, illegitimate American president, the fact that they unleashed a pandemic, uh, which I believe was done intentionally to take out President Trump and to uh, take down the Western economies of the world so they could, uh, again, assert themselves and their, their ability now through their Belt and Road initiatives, uh, to go into other countries and uh, rebuild their infrastructure and uh, get the camel's nose under the tent. There's also the threat of the CHICOMs 90 miles off our shores down in Cuba, uh, which needs to be addressed, uh, not to mention uh, how they have taken over the Panama Canal for the most part. Uh, so again, the, uh, and not to mention what's happening uh, off, uh, you know, in the, in the Pacific Ocean, uh, near the Spratly Islands and uh, our friends in Japan and South Korea feel the threat as well from this a giant threat of the CCP. But that's the external threat, the existential threat. Let's focus a little bit, shall we, on the internal threat here in the United States. A leading conservative think tank uh, by the name of Gatestone Institute has pointed out uh, that it is being ushered in, uh, this, uh, this internal threat, uh, by people like Klaus Schwab, uh, of course, the great reset mastermind uh, of the World Economic Forum. Um, he published an essay uh, yesterday, and in it he wrote, it is bizarre to see so many international institutions today looking to China for global guidance. And specifically, we're talking about, we've done a lot of uh, of shows and commentaries on Schwab, who is basically your uh, prototypical stereotyped uh, Bond villain, of great reset notoriety, who, who routinely applauds China's surveillance state for its capacity to nudge their citizens towards compliance. And what we're talking about here in the United States is a CCP-style social credit system, possibly enforced through a national digitized currency or central bank digital cur- currency, CBDC, being forced on the public already. We are seeing signs of that in private mega corporations, friendly to the leftist social engineering, like uh, the big banks, Chase Bank, Wells Fargo, uh, and others, Bank of America. They're all implementing their own social credit systems by which they cancel and punish individuals and groups that dissent from various woke agendas, from climate change to the rainbow mafia to anti-gun uh, activism. We've seen the debanking of prominent conservatives like uh, General Flynn, like Dr. Joseph Mercola and others. So this is just the beginning, uh, and that's the reason why it is time uh, for Americans to be aware of this threat. If your bank has started that, be it Chase, be it Bank of America, Wells Fargo, any of these massive big banks, 
uh, then it's time to seek um, uh, other banks, community banks, and things of that nature and get out of these big mega corporations uh, all being run by these uh, these woke leftists. Uh, because this is how uh, the culturist revolution, Mao's culturist revolution, was ushered in in, um, in China, and it wiped out China's history. Mr. Shirk writes, China's traditional way of life had survived thousands of years of intermittent civil war, foreign aggression, bouts of famine, and Western sabotage. When the virus of communism took root in its lands, however, China's vibrant history was wiped out within a generation. Two and a half decades ago, several academics made a laudable effort at calculating the costs of communism in the 20th century. Uh, The book is called The Black Book of Communism, Crimes, Terror, Repression. And while that work capably catalogs how communist governments systematically murdered a hundred million citizens and tortured many more, it only begins to describe the immense destructive force communism has had on the Chinese people. If Western civilization had endured a similar cultural revolution, it would be as if all the great ideas from Greek democracy, Roman republicanism, Judeo-Christian theology, enlightenment reason, the scientific revolution, and the preservation of individual liberty had disappeared overnight. Imagine deleting from history Aristotle, Cicero, Augustine, Aquinas, Da Vinci, Michelangelo, Shakespeare, Locke, Jefferson, and every other thinker, writer, artist, inventor, and statesman in between. That is the depth of the cultural genocide communism has perpetrated against the Chinese people, in addition to the tens of millions of victims slaughtered and expunged from collective memory. Klaus Schwab, again, and and his right-hand henchmen, are calling for a mass extinction event to usher in the Great Reset. And one of our first mistakes was made by former President Clinton and Secretary of State Madeleine Albright, which bestowed most favored nation trading status on the CCP. And China has devastated the United States' once robust industrial and manufacturing self-sufficiency, impoverishing blue-collar workers across the country and leaving ordinary Americans dependent upon an often hostile geopolitical foe for our critical raw materials, finished products, and med- and medications like prescription drugs, etc. Remember when we had to rely on Chinese-made masks during the pandemic? Didn't work anyway. Uh, George W. Bush, uh, 43, claiming that, quote, open trade is a force for freedom in China, a force for stability in Asia, and a force for prosperity in the United States, end of quote. And look, that's those are commendable goals, but good intentions frequently bring disastrous results. If Bush had known back in 2001 that America's blue-collar workforce would be languishing today, then then China would be killing tens of thousands of Americans each year with fentanyl while stealing American companies' proprietary technology. Then I think he may have thought better of it, or at least I hope he would have thought better of it. But this is how they usher in the Great Reset. And this is the reason why uh, there's a clarion call right now. There's only a handful of people that really get this. And the one who gets it the most is Donald Trump. He's the one that held the Chinese accountable. He's the one that put tariffs on on China. He's the one that knows exactly how to deal with China. All the other Republicans talk a good game. Donald Trump has done it. And that's why during this upcoming pivotal election, that's why the deep state is after him. That's why they're throwing every single thing they can, including the kitchen sink, at Donald Trump. 
In addition to that, we have the threat from a wind with Chinese nationals that are pouring over our southern border. Some of them may be here for freedom and liberty and economic opportunity, but some of them are also here for nefarious reasons. Chinese sleeper cells and agents ready to be activated in the coming war. Hate to say that, but we have to think about it. We have to prepare for it, and we have to be ready uh, to respond. We've seen uh, Chinese come over to our universities and our colleges and be educated here and take some of that technology, some of that know-how, and go right back to China and use it against us. We've seen Chinese police stations uh, pop up in New York and other cities. That These are the people going around harassing Chinese nationals and Chinese citizens in our very own country. But what's worse is a story like this out of California. Reedley, California, a small city in the San Joaquin Valley, just east of Fresno, recently officers came upon a vacant building uh, with a garden hose attached to it. And they thought, this is odd. This building is vacant. Why would a garden hose be attached to this building? So they did some further investigation, uh, and they, it looked like there were obviously several code violations going on at this vacant building. So they contacted uh, the city manager, and they didn't have a warrant, so they, uh, the suspicious garden hose uh, again, was uh, left alone at uh, at that time. But later on, uh, they did some digging. They made some phone calls. And all of a sudden, the CDC, the FBI, the State Department of uh, Toxic Substances, the State Department of Health, California's Department of Public Health, and other state and federal agencies launched into action. And what they found was frightening. They found uh, on the amount of biological materials and chemicals, over 800 of them found at this secret bio lab in Reedley, California. City and county officials were shocked at what the investigation revealed. Again, and you look at this and and through their statements, I mean, it's just amazing when you read through this, you know, this, this investigation that there were thousands of vials at this bio lab, many of which contained biohazardous materials, including human blood and other unknown substances. So here's the question. What was going on at this makeshift bio lab and who was behind it? Well, according to multiple documents filed in Fresno Superior Court in early fall of 2022, a Nevada-based company, Prestige Biotech, had moved equipment into that warehouse in Reedley, established a lab, and the court documents state that Prestige was operating a lab in Fresno in 2022, but it was destroyed in a fire which prompted their move to the, um, to the city of Reedley. So we find out investigators discovered that one room of the warehouse was issued to produce COVID-19 and pregnancy tests. In other rooms, investigators found blood, tissue, and other bodily fluid samples. They also found thousands of vials that contained unlabeled fluids. A representative for Prestige, Wang Zhao Lin, there's your first hint, told investigators that mice were, quote, genetically engineered to catch and carry the COVID-19 virus, end of quote, due to the conditions the mice were euthanized. Unsurprisingly, the facility wasn't properly licensed and they were improperly disposing of waste. Court documents confirm Prestige never contracted with a licensed medical waste holder to dispose of medical waste, including the mice or state regulations, which means from October of last year until the lab was recently shuttered, Prestige was illegally disposing of medical waste generated by the lab. And this included multiple different toxins, like um, chlamydia, E. coli, streptococcus pneumonia, hepatitis B and C, herpes 1 and 5, rubella, and the CDC also found samples of malaria. 
Here are the questions that need to be asked and answered by all these federal and state agencies. Why was a Chinese company based out of Las Vegas making COVID-19 tests in California? Uh, Where were these tests to be used? California public health agencies, medical groups, hospitals? Is the California Department of Public Health involved? If so, why didn't anybody at state, other state agencies know about this secret bio lab? Who authorized it? What does uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom know about this bio lab? Who or what is Prestige Biotech, rather, and what was their ultimate aim? Again, the registered agents on file for this company, Barry Zhang, CPA and Associates, two other contacts on record, Xi Quin Yao and Zhao Lin Wang, all Chinese nationals. And this is, we don't know, tip of the iceberg, was this the only such facility in the United States they were operating? These are all important questions, and somebody better start providing answers pretty soon so that we can confront the growing CCP threat from within. I heard Sean caught up with Joey B. Let's have a listen. Joey B is in trouble because he referred to Xi Jinping as a dictator. Uh, After sending Blinken over there to bend the knee and grovel, uh, Joey B comments in his weekly podcast address. I smell of Americans. It's me, Joey B, uh, president of the White House. I keep getting yelled at for saying words. This time they said I called China president a D-word. Which one? I got a whole bag of D-words I choose from. Let let me reach into my D-bag here to see which D-word I probably call them. Oh, here we go. Dank. What the hell does that mean? Let me see. Duodenum. No way. That must be from the bottom of the bag. Here's one. Dangleberry. Who's been messing with my D-bag? One more. Dermatologist. That must be it. Because he gets under my skin, right? So listen up, China president. If you don't like it, eat a bag of D-words. And now for part two of our CCP special, Unrestricted Warfare. There are new developments in uh, from last week's commentary and a lot of uh, new developments from this week. Uh, continuing to point out the CCP threat and how they've infiltrated every aspect and level of our government, including all the way to the White House. A bit of background and history for you here today. In 1996, two Chinese colonels, Kuo Liang and Wang Zhangshui, were in Fujian province for military exercises aimed at threatening the island of Taiwan. As Chinese M9 intermediate-range missiles splashed in the waters off of two main southern Taiwanese ports, the United States dispatched two aircraft carrier battle groups to the region. And this uh, angered the Chinese officers, furious at the U.S. move. Uh, They said, and I quote, We realized that if China's military was to face off against the United States, we would not be sufficient. Uh, So we realized that China needs a new strategy to right the balance of power said uh, Colonel Wang. And so they wrote the book. And the book is entitled Unrestricted Warfare. And unrestricted warfare means basically we don't have to play by the rules of the Geneva Convention. We don't have to play by the uh, the uh, archaic rules of war dictated by the Western world. Uh, their attitude is you fight your war, war we'll fight ours. And basically, uh, this this is for... Unrestricted warfare is meant to dealing with a powerful adversary and includes terrorism, drug trafficking, environmental degradation, 
computer virus propagation. The authors included a flowchart of 24 different types of war and argued that the more complicated the combination, for example, terrorism plus a media war plus a financial war, the better the results. From that perspective, unrestricted warfare marries the Chinese classic The Art of War by Sun Tzu with the modern military technology and economic globalization. Simply said, unrestricted warfare is a war that surpasses all boundaries and restrictions. It takes non-military forms and military forms and creates a war on many fronts. It is the war of the future, these two Chinese officers wrote. So it can be economic warfare, cultural warfare, uh, financial warfare, uh, cyber warfare, um, anything but kinetic warfare. And hopefully that is that is the goal with unrestricted warfare is you can win a war without actually fighting a, um, a dominant adversary. And so, uh, and this, remember, is going on close to 30 years that this unrestricted warfare is being waged and practiced. And the one man that recognized this, besides some in our military and other uh, think tank experts like Gordon Chang uh, and others, uh, is Donald J. Trump. Uh, the rest of the Democrat Party, which, of course, has enabled uh, the Chinese warfare against the United States, the unrestricted type, uh, again, they are part and parcel uh, to this, as well as the swamp uh, being led by the Uniparty. Uh, and this is why it is Im- imperative um, that the next election, pivotal, in fact, uh, be uh, Donald Trump, uh, so that we can once again stand up to the CCP threat and this unrestricted warfare. Now, an update on the story for you last week regarding the Chinese-linked bio- uh, biolab, uh, and that was in uh, near Fresno, California, uh, where that biolab was operating without a license, and nearly a 1,000 mice were bioengineered to, quote, catch and carry the COVID-19 virus, and at least 20 potentially infectious diseases were discovered. According to the court documents, this Prestige Biotech is a Chinese medical company that is registered in Nevada. But what's worse is that, and this should be a, a national scandal, or at least at the very least a national concern, is that the uh, this lab was... Uh, located uh, near uh, the airport in Fresno. The Fresno-Yosemite International Airport, uh, right next to this uh, this address, uh, which is also home to the Fresno Air National Guard, where uh, F-18s uh, are, uh, are housed. It's also uh, an airport where nearly 1 million passengers a year uh, are flown to primarily Las Vegas, Dallas, and Denver. Uh, so if you wanted to uh, create an infectious disease and spread it, uh, throughout the United States, what better way to do that uh, with close proxi- proximity to the airport? And yet, members of Congress remain remarkably silent about this threat. Just this this week, two U.S. Navy sailors were charged with providing sensitive military information to China, including details on wartime exercises, naval operations, and critical technical material. The two sailors, both, uh, both based in California, were charged with similar moves to provide sensitive intelligence to the CCP. But they were separate cases, and it wasn't clear if the two were courted or paid by the same uh, CHICOM intelligence officer as part of a larger scheme. My bet is that it is. Both men pleaded not guilty in federal court in San Diego in Los Angeles. And again, these are young men. I don't know if their families are being threatened either here or at home in China, uh, but the money certainly wasn't going to make them rich. Each one, each man were paid somewhere between ten dollars and $15,000. One is Jin Chao Wei, 22-year-old sailor assigned to San Diego-based USS Essex. He was arrested this past Wednesday while boarding the ship. 
He's accused of providing detailed information on weapons systems and aircraft aboard the Essex and other amphibious assault ships that act as small aircraft carriers. Wade was born in China, uh, was approached by a CCP officer in February of 22 while he was applying to become a naturalized U.S. citizen and uh, admitted to the officer that he knew the arrangement could affect his application. Way included as many as 50 manuals containing technical and mechanical data about Navy ships, as well as details about the number and training of Marines during an upcoming exercise. The Justice Department charged Way uh, under the rarely used Espionage Act statute that makes it a crime to gather or deliver information to aid a foreign government. It seems to me this is what we should where should we should we should be focused on instead of indicting former presidents and playing uh, you know the. Uh, uh, weaponizing uh, our injustice department to go after uh, political opponents. Uh, we should be focused on the growing threat from the CCP from within. Tens of thousands of Chinese nationals have poured over our unsecured southern border. We even now find out the Mexican cartels have hacked into the uh, Department of Homeland Security's new app called CPB1, uh, which is handed out to illegals so they can come through uh, ports of entry legally. Imagine what the cartels and and working in concert with the CCP could do to the United States. These are major national security concerns. The second uh, sailor to be charged by the DOJ is uh, Wang Hang Zhao, uh, based out of the Naval Base Ventura County, north of L.A., uh, conspiring to collect nearly 15,000 bribes from a CCP officer in exchange for information, photos, and videos involving Navy exercises, operations, and facilities between August of 21 and at least through this May. And these are just two of, of them that have been caught. Uh, we realize that uh, there are probably much, much more. And then we find out this week that uh, the CCP has channeled $17 million into more than 143 K-12 districts. Uh, finally, that got the attention of the Republicans. Congressman Jim Banks is demanding the Education Department act with urgency on this. Uh, and these schools are in close proximity to military bases. You sense the pattern here? We have farmland being bought up close to military bases by the CCP. We have schools where money's being poured into these schools close to military bases, ostensibly, I think, to indoctrinate these children into the ways of communism and the CCP. It's already halfway there under the, uh, of course, NEA and the rest of the progressive left that dominates our K-12 through public school system, the government-run schools. Uh, but you see the pattern here. This is cultural warfare. This is economic warfare. This is unrestricted warfare. They hope to bury the United States from within. Um, so, again, we need to fully investigate that problem. What makes it even worse? As they continue to try to go against Donald Trump, who recognizes the growing threat of the CCP and is also a growing threat uh, to the deep state and the swamp, uh, he is a disruptor. We find out uh, Natalie Winters uh, has done a great job uh, over at the War Room uh, with this report. Deleted strategy papers from CEFC China Energy. It's a CCP-run company where Hunter Biden served as managing director. Detailed plans for China to surpass America as the world's leading country while coordinating forms of, quote, warfare, close quote, to influence other countries away from viewing the CCP as a threat. Uh, remember, Hunter Biden, we find out, leveraged his father's name to ink deals with the CCP-linked um, entity, and several whistleblowers have confirmed these accounts. The company, founded by the now-missing Chinese tycoon Ye Jinming, have been identified as collaborating with the CCP and the PLA since its founding. Beyond functioning as part of the 
China's vast political unrestricted warfare operation, CEFC China Energy was also actively strategizing ways to overtake America on the world stage. Deleted web pages from the company's now defunct website, uh, Reports Winters, revealed members of the CCP run firm plotting how China could surpass America, becoming the world's leading country and influence other countries to perceive China as not a threat. The piece even compares uh, these tactics to warfare. Uh, in the piece, uh, they argue that China has to rely on collective power and engage in this media warfare systematically and comprehensively. Only then can it be effective in protecting the country's image. And these are the steps that China should take in this warfare. Their words, not mine. So we have a president of the United States who was then vice president and his son and the Biden crime family who are aiding, abetting, assisting, and enabling a, again, we're not in a declaration of war of any stretch of the imagination, but let's face it, when the Chinese declare and write a book called Unrestricted Warfare targeting the United States of America, and we've known about this for 28 or 27 years, however long it's been, uh, clearly we should be taking steps uh, to root out the CCP threat from all levels of government, from all parts of our country. Instead, we have the Biden crime family that has been aiding and abetting it. It seems to me uh, that a special counsel should be named uh, to look into the Bidens and uh, what they've been able to uh, give to the Chinese or enable Chinese to get uh, in the growing threat against the United States of America instead of targeting a former president who has done nothing wrong. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. will do it for this week's episode of the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for patriots. Don't forget, the Casey commentary drops on Saturday, and we're back with full episodes this Tuesday. Remember, fight hard and stay free. Ah!